Good evening, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston. And as always, I want to thank my sponsors, NTCA, the National Tile Contractors Association, Tough Skin Protection, and ESP Sales. Got an exciting show for you today. I'm going to be interviewing uh, Jason Hamilton and Ben Santos here in a moment. But before I do, I do have a couple of announcements to make. Uh, First of all, if you're watching my Facebook page, you know I am starting a, 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 a giveaway, I guess you could call it, uh, a prize worth $500. Uh, all you really need to do is send me your mailing address. That's your physical mailing address, and I'm going to send you a couple of stickers. And then all you need to do is either place those stickers on your truck, on your van, on wherever uh, you find appropriate, and uh, send me a picture of it. And I'm going to announce the, uh, the winner once I get all those photographs in. Also, I'm updating my email list, so if you want to be on my email list, uh, please send me an email. I'll give you the email right now. It's fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. I'm going to be sending out some educational material. I just finished a, a new article on how setting mortars work and why they don't work so well on resin backstone, so I'll be more than happy to share that with you. But you have to send me an email so you can get on the, on the list. I also want to mention a lot of you have been inquiring about my class, my stone and tile inspection and troubleshooting class coming up in Vegas. Unfortunately, that class is full. That's the bad news. The good news is is, uh, there is a correspondence class I'm offering. So if you want some more information on a correspondence class or if you wait till the next class, uh, send me an email again at fhuston at gmail.com. That's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. And of course, uh, I'm sure some of you who've been watching my Facebook page now know that I have a YouTube channel where I give uh, some educational, short educational uh, type materials for the stone and tile industry. And what you need to do is just go into YouTube and search the stone and tile show. And that should bring you right to that. All right. Today, we're going to be talking about marketing. And I I happen to... uh, uh, contact uh, a few people from Hamilton Tile up in Georgia that uh, I've been following on Facebook here for a while, and they've got some really unique and interesting uh, things to share with you. So let me introduce these guys, and then I'll get them here on the line. Uh, first, Jason Hamilton is a veteran of the tile business, 20-year career spanning two states. Jason is a trade school graduate with expansive knowledge spread throughout all the trades. His original plan of being a union carpenter was pushed to the wayside when he discovered a passion for setting tile. Jason is also a CTI certified tile installer, has been in the business under his own family name for about four years. Uh, competence and an encyclopedia type knowledge of the tile traits for Jason is his claim to fame. We're going to find that out here in a minute. <laughs> he is the father of two children and he has a Jack Russell owner and he likes to barbecue in his spare time. Is that an invite? I hope so. Uh, now, Ben, Ben Santos, he's a Renaissance man. Uh, who started out in a tile as a necessity, but seven years later, he found a passion and a skill set that is irreplaceable, part of his identity. A marketer by necessity, Ben believes bolder is better and boring is detrimental to business. I happen to agree. Ben is the Ed McMahon to Jason's Johnny Carson, and he's an expert at getting skilled technicians the money and recognition they deserve. Ben is a father of three kids in his spare time, enjoys reading, writing, CrossFit, and spreading lessons learn to young men and frankly anyone that'll listen and we're going to be listening to these guys right now so let me get them in here one at a time here and uh let's see who we have here is this ben or or jason 
Uh, this is Jason. Hey, Jason. Let me get Ben on the line here. Get you in here in a second. No problem. Well, we we got you there, Ben. Hello. How's it going? You hey, hear me? Hey. Yes, we can hear you fine. Great, guys. Welcome. Uh, glad you took the time to speak with us. Uh, we've got got a lot of listeners that are anxious to hear uh, what you guys what you guys have to have to offer, actually, and and so am I. So. We're going to be talking marketing, uh, obviously marketing tile business, but I, I think you would probably agree with me that uh, uh, what we're going to be discussing doesn't only apply to the tile and stone business, but probably to just about any contracting business. Is that correct? And any of you can jump in at any time. Yeah, I would say no, that's 100%. Per- I would say that's 100% correct. I mean, great. What we do, any service that you have, you know, you can basically utilize. Uh, the techniques that we use and get the phone ringing. And that's basically our whole goal with marketing is to get your phone ringing so you can have a choice in who you work for. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us, well, maybe not a lot of us, but the majority of us have read all the marketing books. And, you know, the problem with some of these books is that they're they're designed for big business. You know, if you're a Coca-Cola or Pepsi or someone like this. So so what's unorthodox about the way you guys market? Well, we're trying to find specific people that share our values. Um, and what's a value to us? For example, if you don't care about having your installation installed according to national standards, for example, we're not going to work for you. If you don't Good. care about quality, quality, honesty, um, cleanliness, if you want the blow and go style guy, we'll never work for you. Uh, J- Jason is just not that type of installer. Um, and so that, that, that's, that I feel like what a lot of people do, is they cast a wide net uh, like you're fishing, and they try to catch all the fish. I don't mm-hmm. want all the fish. I want specific fish that are going to appreciate what we do and that aren't going to give us a hard time. Because the number one thing in remodeling, this comes from Isaac Ostrom. He, he, he said it best. He said, no one can ruin a job like a bad customer. That's for sure. I agree. My my dad used to tell me that, you know, the way he used to put it is uh, one that a boy can wreck, or I'm sorry, one old crap can uh, wreck 10 that a boys. And that, that's so true. I've had that happen in, in my career for the years. So just, you know, one bad customer, one bad thing. And all of a sudden, all those good things you've done is uh, it doesn't doesn't mean much anymore. So I definitely, definitely agree with you. So, guys, what do you mean when, you know, you've, you've mentioned on your on several of your videos and that on, on Facebook that, what do you mean by you want to discourage people from calling you? I mean, that, that doesn't sound like, you know, the average guy, as you just said, you know, I, I, I need customers. Why would I discourage people to call me? Well, I, I, I could take this one. Um, it's actually very easy. <clears throat> as a small company, you know, we don't have a dedicated salesperson. So, you know, we're out in the field working, and there's only so many hours in a day between our work and our family. So we can't be really honestly wasting our time, to put it bluntly, um, you know, looking or talking to jobs that, you know, we're just not a good fit. So, you know, we've all been there where we've, you know, spent 20 minutes, half an hour on a phone with someone when you should be working, you know, talking to someone about a job you have no chance of getting. 
you know, and that's just the reality of it as a small business. You know, we don't have a dedicated salesperson where it's their only job is to field phone calls and go find work and, you know, meet with customers. You know, bigger companies have that percentage built into their job cost, you know, where they can pay that person. So, you know, that's kind of the, the, our theory behind, behind discouraging, you know, the wrong people from calling us. We only want to talk to the right people because our time is valuable to us. That's, that's the only thing we have to sell as a small business is our time and knowledge, and that's really about it. So that's kind of why we, we like to try to discourage the wrong people from calling us. And we don't try to discourage the right people. It's the wrong people. So how, how do you go about doing that? I mean, how do you go about screening someone? Let's say – you know, you know, for an example, I'm a customer. I call you up and say, hey, I've got a bathroom. I need to have I need it remodeled and I, I need some new tile. I mean, how, how do you handle that type of call? How do you screen that that individual? Uh, that's going to well, be a better uh, question for uh, Ben to answer because he handles all the beginning phone calls and I take over after that. So, Ben, why don't you go ahead and answer that? Yeah, well, it starts with having a qualification process and how I do that is by when someone asks me, hey, Ben, uh, we're interested in having some tile work. Would you mind coming out? I'll stop him right there and say, yeah, that's great. Thanks for calling me. But could I ask you a few questions first to get to know you a little bit better and to see if we're a good fit? Oh, yeah, no, no problem. So then I start the qualification questions. Where are you, where, where's, where's your home located, et cetera, et cetera. One of my most important ones, and early on I ask this, is have you researched my company? And this is a bold one because, yeah, because this indicates to me that I'm just not a number in their pocket, that they're actually interested in having me and Jason work for them. Um, And if they answer, oh, yeah, I've been on your YouTube channel, I've read your blog, I've been on your website, et cetera, then I perk right up. And I'm like, this is a high-value lead. Um, And then it just goes from there. uh, and then I'll ask, have you ever had tile work done before? And traditionally, if they say, yeah, I've had tile work done before, I'll ask, well, how did that experience go? Ah, oh, well, it wasn't that good. And this gives me some clues about what they're looking for. Ah, oh, it wasn't this good, that good. My, my installer um, did X, Y, and Z that I didn't like. Um, and that's a great one. Are we the first company you've called for this project? Oh, no, I haven't getting six other bids. That's an indicator to me that this is probably their price shopping. My other, my last, one of my other favorite questions is, and this is usually the last one I ask is, what qualities do you like to see in a contractor? And mm, they'll, 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 yeah, they'll list off a, a, most of their, a bunch of different things that they like to see. And then I go into my little sales pitch based on what they say. And from there, we, I'll usually get into a, some light-duty budget talk. Um, and something we do that's a little different is we start with pictures first over the phone um, just because there's, as Jason said, contractors know this about how much time is spent running around and looking at stuff, and we just can't do it. it it's just it's too much. So that's kind of how I uh, filter out most of what we call the tire kickers or people that aren't serious. Excellent. Excellent points. Uh, I really like those. So, so how would you, you know, let, let's say you get some, I don't know if I want to call them negative responses, but you know, for example, no, I haven't researched you. Um, I'm just going through the internet and finding people. I mean, I, how, how do you, 
I guess what I'm trying to say, how do you let a customer like that down or let them know you're really not interested in, in doing their work? Well, the number one thing that I've found when dealing with people today is a very, they're very sensitive and emotional about any response. And if you are on the Internet like we are, you have a Google account, you have a Yelp account, every incoming phone call is a potential bad review if you handle it incorrectly. And a lot of the ways that I handle phone calls is by using scripts. And I script a lot of my questions out. I've made them my own. I script out my uh, 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 refusal response, which is, mm-hmm. is basically, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think my company is a good fit for your needs. And I appreciate you calling me and I appreciate the opportunity. So I, I just kind of straight up tell them and I, 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 I end it with the appreciation for the call. Um, and, but usually what also does it is that's kind of on the tail end if all else fails, but what I'll do first is the pictures, having people send you pictures is such a, uh, indicator of whether or not they're actually serious because most people, most of the tire kickers or the, the low value clients will not even send you pictures. I mean, this is just. So that that's one of the, the the first thing that I do in order to um, in order to separate people out. I, and I guess that kind of answers my next question, which would be, you know, how do you handle a customer that says to you, "Can you give me a ballpark figure on what it's going to cost me to redo, you know, whatever square footage in there, wherever?" Jason, how do you can handle you elaborate that? on your viewpoint on oh. that? I'm a little bit more blunt with that with that question. I generally give a range because we all know what most people really want. You know, nobody wants the the cookie cutter build a great stuff. That's what they have. So you know, we know pretty much that the bathroom is going to start at about 20 and go all the way up to about 50. You know, 60, 70. I mean, the sky's the limit. But generally speaking, you know, 20 or 30 will get you most master, most normal size master baths, which is what what people want. And, um, you know, I just come right out and say, hey, you know, it's, it's going to be between X and Y, and it can be more. And I kind of just, you know, wait for their response. You know, there's going to be some silence. Um, the last one that I just did this for, there was some silence, and I didn't speak. And then he said something, and I don't exactly remember what. And I said, yeah, it sounds like, um, you know, we're just in completely different stratospheres as it comes to price. And he said, yeah, I just don't think it's going to cost that much. And, you know, that's pretty much the end of the conversation. I mean, the reality is this is what it costs. There's no way around it. So I would rather get the conversation and find that out sooner rather than later. Cause then you start, if you go out to people's job sites, which we've done before and you know, you just waste all your time. Again, it comes back to just, you know, wasting too much time on this stuff when we can be potentially talking to other people, you know, then they're actually going to pick no hire us. So and, I'm, and, a little more and Fred, I'm a little bit more blunt with that. And Fred and Fred with, with us too, is 100% of our information is all on the internet. And all, most of our customers this year have all researched us prior to us going out and seeing their work. And all of our customers have know what they're buying before they call us. And so with the pricing stuff in my videos, I'll almost like one of our videos is a one minute commercial I did about, you know, how we're different. And I, and I'll actually, I actually came out and said, you know, you will pay us more, but I do X, Y, and Z. So anybody that that watches that video obviously is going to probably deduce that we're a little bit more than other people, if that makes sense. 
Well, that makes all the sense in the world. I mean, you know, if, if you, you, you're wanting a quality job, if you're wanting, you know, the best there is out there, that's the kind of information as a consumer, you know, I, I would want to hear. So uh, excellent points, guys. I mean, really excellent points, which, you know, brings me, well, first of all, I want to make a comment because you guys have mentioned this a couple of different times. And I want to make sure, uh, especially, you know, anybody out there that's, that's listening, you know, these guys said one of what I think is one of the keys, especially in today's uh, uh the way of doing business and that make sure you have a website. If you don't have a website, get one built. Uh, it's relatively important. Uh, but let me, let me ask the next question is, you know, a lot of the guys out there are, are your size or they're, they're small guys or not big, huge, you know, conglomerates by any means. So what do you think the biggest problem these guys have with their marketing? I'll take this one, Jason. This one, this one's okay. an easy one. Uh, not documenting what they're doing. That's the biggest mm-hmm. one. That is number one for me. And I, I say, I, I got Jason and Jason and I, I got us on this track uh, a couple years ago. No review, no picture. The job didn't happen. And I think that's a big one. People need to learn oh, yeah. how to solicit. People need to learn how to solicit reviews. So one of my number one tips that I've uh, uh, utilized is when someone says that you've provided them value. Like if they come into the shower and they say, wow, this thing is beautiful. I love how you did this detail. I love how you do, did this detail. That's when you ask for the review. You say, hey, you know, uh, I would love to be able to provide this kind of value um, to other people. If you could jump on my Google or if you could connect me with anyone else that you know that might want a bathroom. That's when you ask is when they tell you that you're awesome. <laughs> that, um, exactly. So that, that, yeah, that's one thing. And then the content, I call it content marketing. Uh, you got to document what you're doing, pictures, um, video, um, get, get on social media. Um, because for, for me, when people ask me about what I do, I don't really go into it too much. I just say HamiltonTileGA.com. You'll learn anything you want to know about me. Check out my YouTube channel. There's my resume right there. It's all there. So for a small company, less um, less technical, um, less diving into the technical side. Yes, everyone, most people do very nice tile work. That's pro- that are listening to this show. That's that's. But the other side is you have to take the documentation seriously. Pictures when you're done. Go back and get pictures. Ask for reviews. That's the number one thing for me. That's actually an excellent point. And, you know, I guess what you're saying there also is that by, by doing those photographs and videos or whatever, that um, you're basically letting your social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter or whatever, uh, do a lot of your marketing for you, so to speak, without having to put in all that effort up front. Am I correct in assuming that? Yes, but let me, let me mention this. A lot of guys will run Facebook, Instagram exclusively as their online presence. And I personally believe that that's a mistake. You need to have your own website that you put as much work in as your Facebook and as your Instagram, because Instagram, Google's not picking that up. So every time I do a job, post job, I will do a post job blog post. And I will put, I will put the city that it's located in the title, in the description, in the body of the, uh, of the, of the article. I'll put pictures, all the pictures from that job, the videos, 
everything that I made for that job in that blog post. So then what happens is Google is picking that up. All the search engines are grabbing that. And if anybody's looking for work in your area on the internet, they may be directed to that blog post. I recommend another one of my tricks is that every, every job, not every job, but I would say 50% of jobs, I'll make a YouTube video based on it at least over the last year. And what that does is I'll put the location of the job in the title, in the description, and then Google will pick that up. I'll, I'll put in other keywords that are popular. Um, we made one the other day. Jason had mentioned, uh, he's like, you know, we don't really come up for leaky showers. And I'm like, huh, screw it. I'll, I'll, I'll film this flood test and I'll do an intro about, uh, you know, a preventative thing for a leaky shower. And I made that video. It was a one-minute video. And then uh, two minutes after I posted that video on YouTube, I typed in leaky showers, uh, Woodstock, Georgia, in uh, Google, and that video popped up, first page on videos. So it, it, may, it, may not, it may not rank you at the very top, but it puts you at least in, on the playing field to uh, catch the ball. You know, it's funny you guys should mention that because I just had a conversation with my, my web designer the other day, and uh, she was telling me that, you know, Google is constantly changing their algorithms as far as how they search websites. And one of the one of the things they're starting to search for more and more, you know, back in the day when the web started, it was all keywords, keywords, keywords. And I, I'm not saying that's not important, but videos are key right now. I mean, you know, the more videos you can have on your website, the quicker you can update your website and the more information you can put on your website as far as updating it, you're, you're right on. It's, uh, it, it's, it's so true. So, guys, you know, what, what is the one thing you would recommend to, to contractors in regards to their marketing? And you probably have already mentioned some of them. J- Jason? Um, be persistent. That's, I guess that's really the number one thing that I've learned and seen from Ben, from him doing it for us. Um, just be persistent. It doesn't have to be the greatest, um, but you have to do it every day. You know, that's how you get all the search engines and all the stuff to pick up your stuff. Because Google, for instance, likes change. They don't like stagnant stuff, you know, no. things that never change. How many, how many contractors' websites, like, it's just got pictures from 1980. You know, nothing changes. I know plenty of them. My buddies and stuff that are like that. It just doesn't change. You know, because yeah, it is a lot of work. You know, it is, but you got you just got to be persistent and just keep make keep adding to it. Even if it's just a picture a week, picture every two weeks, whatever it is, just you got to keep changing it. I mean, that's that's from what I've seen. That's 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 one of the more important things. Anything else, Ben? That you can have yeah, absolutely. And this was my strategy, and this is a great <laughs> tip for you guys out there. I know every single one of you probably spend an hour on Facebook or Instagram. Take that hour and put it into your website every day. Just take that hour and direct it somewhere else towards something that actually makes you money. I mean, and maybe, maybe, maybe you're messing around on the internet doing something else, but take that time and put it into your website. And that is such a great point that Jason made about the persistence. It's just stick with it. This is a three-year thing sometimes of just plugging away Every day, every, you know, at least, I mean, I've been doing two blog posts or one blog post every two weeks for the last three years. And then and now I look back, I'm like, wow, I got this huge body of work and it, it just, it just keeps making me money. Every, every job that we book, somebody says, wow, I love your blog. It helped out so much and just nose to the grindstone on this stuff. 
and it's not it's not going to be perfect. It's not. But now I look at my YouTube channel. I'm like, man, I think I'm getting better at this video thing. Or I'm like, man, I think I'm getting better at this writing thing. And uh, and that was another point Jason made about the websites not being updated. And this is a tip that I I I, I direct people toward is that. Do your own website. I mean, people hire these marketing firms, and the people you're paying don't care about you. They don't care. They're not going to put the same passion into your website that you are. So get a Squarespace. This is what I use. Learn how to use WordPress. You will put far more passion into your own website, and it will show to your customer than anybody that you pay 200 bucks a month to or whatever. Um, that, 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 that's my outlook on it. Um, I can tell someone's website that's managed by somebody else because there's no oomph to it. There's no like heart and soul to it. It's just, I'm doing this for a job. It's the same, it's the same thing. If you give your kid to a babysitter, I mean, it's like, it's not the same as me hugging my daughter. It's not, it's just not the same. So that's my point. And, uh, yeah, well, that's an excellent point, and I'll add to that, uh, you know, as well. And there, there are lots of uh, templating templates out there that work really, really well. I mean, just to name one, GoDaddy is one of them. Uh, the one you mentioned is another one. So it, it's not like you have to be a programmer to do your own website these days. So you know, take that, take that time, guys, and uh, definitely, uh, definitely look look into it. So. Uh, you know, who who would you consider to be your right? And again, you may have covered this again, but I think it's important to mention. You know, you know, what do you consider to be your right customer? You know, the the right customer. Uh, Jason, really we simple. we we. Yeah, it's just it's someone who really just cares about how their project's built. Um, it's you know we have two customers, but it's the one who cares how their projects are built, or the person who's already been screwed over. Those are our two main customers, you know, because the one that's been screwed over has learned a lesson the hard way to, write, to hire the right person. So basically, right. 90, almost, almost 95% of our customers, like Ben has said, it's the people who care how it's built. That job pretty much sells itself. And that, again, turns back to talking to the right people, not wasting your time on the tire kickers, you know. It's all these little things that add up to where, you know, we get, I think, how many has it been? Between two and 300 leads a year, you know, for phone calls? Yeah. You know, yep. we only look at maybe we go and look at what forty of them, and yep. we book about twenty. You know, so we have a fifty percent close rate. Now, you know, for the ones we actually look at. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much really about it. That's the you know the oh, right customer. Sure. So you know, so you know, value wise, we talked about some of your values in your business, but you know, what what type mm-hmm. of values do you share with your customers? Uh, Jason, values. Um, you know, we're going to do the right thing when no one's looking, you know, that's what, that's what customers expect. You know, they, they like work that. hard for their money, you know, they work hard for their money and they're, you know, they're entrusting us with their hard earned money to do the right thing. And, you know, both me, both Ben and I, you know, we don't need someone watching over our, our heads to do the right thing. A lot of people only do the right thing when looking, you know, like fixing the, the, the floor rot. That's, you know, kind of iffy, you know, you could probably leave it, but you know, it really should come out. You know, we don't have to be told, to do this you don't have to you know hold our hands and watch us constantly you know we're just we're going to do the right thing you know and just it's kind of unfortunately it's kind of rare in today's world world yep. yeah and, 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 uh, and more and, and to go into that a little bit more we're the type of guys that you could give your house key to of a, a value a value of a customer that we want to work for that we share is that they want to 
share a similar culture with us, like that we are their neighbors, right? Um, they, want, they don't want strangers in their house. They want people that they know, that they respect. And, that, and, and another one is that we work for people that entrust us as experts. There's nothing worse than working for people that don't trust your expertise and don't treat you as professionals, so, um, like, like the like the gentleman we're working for, we just finished a job for. He's a digital marketer, and he says, "Hey, you know, my customers, I don't tell them how to do their business. They don't tell me how to do my business, and I trust you guys." And and that and that's a big one. It's just trust, and that the, the, there you go. I mean, if you're working, if you're working with people that you're incompatible with, you're going to have a lot of problems. And and I say this. Because we're not like an electrician or a plumber or an HVAC guy to where you come in with a bag of tools for an hour or two and then you and then you and then you leave. It's all about the almighty right. dollar, you know. You we're yep. in your house, in your master bathroom, bedroom, bathroom for anywhere from two weeks to a month. We gotta we gotta be on the same page. So that's our number Absolutely. one reason for yeah, that's the number one reason why we require shared values. Absolutely. Let me stop you there for a second. And if we have anybody listening live and you've got a question for Jason or Ben, the telephone number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. I want to uh, switch. Dr. Dr. Fred. Yes. I would love, I would love anybody to call in with some, some, with some good pushback on anything I'm saying. If anyone has anything critical to say, if anyone has any, if can pick apart any of my arguments or anything that Jason and I are said, we would love to hear them because we stand around all day, Jason and I, and, and we talk <laughs> about this stuff. And I would love, I would love, I would love to hear an outside perspective um, on anything that we've said. Excellent. Uh, anybody out there listening, go ahead and call in. Give the number one more time, 323-870-3968. Okay, uh, let me ask, how do you guys handle complaints? I mean, I I know we all want to do excellent work, but I'm sure, you know, every once in a while a customer will complain about something. Maybe it's small, maybe it's minor. I mean, how do you handle that? Uh, Honestly, to tell the truth, we don't get too many complaints. That's good. We're very (laughs) – We're very forthcoming on what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. Um, we run as much as possible through our customers, you know, with layout and all the decisions and all that stuff. And, um, you know, that's kind of how we avoid most complaints because most complaints are really um, not managing customers' expectations very well. You know, that's just that's really a lot of what we do. And, um, you know, we're, we're I'm, both me and Ben, we're honest to a fault. And, you know, that's kind of how we, ma- we handle it. And when we do get um, complaints, generally very minor, something like, you know, caulking or something like that, you know, I'll just, again, um, I'm honest to a fault. I'm just kind of blunt and just say, here's your options. You know, this is why this happened or whatever. And uh, give them their options and just see where they want to go. You know, just stay calm, you know, give them a couple choices. I mean, you're the expert. You got to portray that and just go from there. I mean, that's generally how it goes, but we don't really have too many complaints. Our big, well, I shouldn't say our biggest complaint is that we take forever because <laughs> we end up always having <laughs> yeah. to fix everything, you know, other people's stuff, and it, the project takes longer than what they think. That's probably our number one complaint is we take longer than what we, you know, it, they they think it should take. But you know, that's really that's pretty much it. 
and I and I'm oh, always I'm... on the lookout. I'm always on the lookout for things that we can improve on. And I'm 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 coming at like one of the things that happened uh, with one of our customers uh, over the summer was we had we have a Dewalt saw and it blows water everywhere and we were set up in his garage for a month and it got overspray on like the the garage floor and he kind of passively said something or no he 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 I forgot how it came up but but now what we do is we have a tent for the saw. Right, so it's always about being self-aware and having introspection and 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 seeing with with all your eyes open and not letting your ego get involved in stuff. So you can be one step ahead of the complaints. So Jason worries about the setting. Jason worries about the technical stuff. I'm out there making sure that things stay right. The job site stays clean. Things stay swept up. Everything I, I work. I worry about that kind of stuff, and it's empathy. That's the word. As people, as citizens, we could all use more empathy. I say we are conscientious tile installers, so I'm trying to be conscious of what's going on around me at all times, and that, that that's how we keep the complaints to a minimum. Yeah, I wish there were more guys out there like you, like you too, so that sounds great. So my, my one of my last questions here is, you know, what what does it mean to chase excellence? Well, for me, yeah, chasing excellence, I, Jason, for me, for me, chasing excellence means every day we're trying to get better, and wh- whether that's a small thing, a big thing, it doesn't matter. At, like, uh, I just put a video up on YouTube for uh, Gen Z and Millennial apprentices about how to make more money and how to make a future in construction. The number one I, the number one thing I said it was tip number eight was, cherish your mind and your body. That's how I chase excellence. A lot of construction workers are out there drugging and drinking and all this kind of stuff. You know, I go to the gym three to five days a week. I try to stay fit. Um, I understand that a, a fit body is going to be a fit mind, and I'm going to be able to produce a better product and produce more product if I'm physically fit. Um, that's one thing, um, and. That, to me, is chasing excellence. Um, th- there's just one example. Jason? Yeah, I mean, just just try to, you know, just to reiterate what Ben said, just, just trying to do everything, you know, just a little bit better the next time. Every time we do a job, you know, there's always something we wish we could do a little better, a little better. So, you know, just, just, just try to do a little better every time. That's, you know, that's really, it's really quite simple, but easier said than done. So and true, and I, can, I can, yeah, I can, I can vouch for Jason saying that too, because I mean, this is a guy that has developed techniques and and is constantly developing new techniques. And I'm just, I, I, I and, and yeah, maybe I do. We're we're yin and yang as far as our personalities are concerned. I bring one thing, he brings another thing. That's how I chase excellence. But I definitely can vouch for him in in, in terms of what he just said um, about how he does it. So. Right now, guys, you you've mentioned, um, excuse me, you know your your YouTube uh, videos and and your Facebook page, whatever. So, how can people take a look at these? Where do they need to do? What do they need to do? Where do they go to? And you know, perhaps your website. I think you mentioned once before, and uh, how to find you on YouTube. Yeah, um, uh, if you go to HamiltonTileGA.com, 
all the links are right there on our uh, front page. Oh, great. I do Twitter Excellent. to I do twi- I do Twitter to where uh, just my daily thoughts. Um, uh, Instagram, I do pictures. That's more like a business related thing because we have tons of tile guys on there uh, that follow us. Mm-hmm. Um, we do house and you, our YouTube channels on there too. My YouTube channel, I'm experimenting with a lot of different things. Um, and I, I, I like video the most. Like you said, any guys out there that are trying to do something different with their marketing, get on video. That's where it's going to be. That's what people want to see. I, I, everyone that calls me, I say, I'm not like any other company because you can verify what you're going to get before we even show up at your house. And I know no one else in my market can say that. Great advice. Excellent advice. Any last-minute thoughts, guys, before we put an end? Jason? No, I think we, I think we pretty much hit all, you know, all the bulletin points. Um, again, we're not, we don't do anything special. You know, we're just, we just do what we say we're going to do, and we are who we say we are. You know, that's really, it's really the number one thing. Just, just if you can just follow that, you know, you'll be successful. You know, it's really not that. It's really not that hard. You know, Ben's been at this with me. You know, we've been, we were one of those guys three, four years ago that were struggling, you know. And, uh, you know, he decided to take the bull by the horns. And uh, here we are, you know, three, four years later, we've doubled our pay. We work less hours. We have more family time. You know, it's not that hard. It just takes persistence, you know, and just, just don't get discouraged and just stick with it. And it does work. I think that's that one, yeah, right, guys. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, I would agree. I, yeah, I, I agree with what he said. Um, yeah, your marketing is so important. And I would say be bold in your marketing. Be, be put, think, about, think about your optics. Think about what you look like. But at the same time, be yourself as much as possible um, because you'll attract like-minded people. Um, and I think that's far more important in business than we give it credit for. We're not McDonald's. Tile guys, we're not McDonald's, we're not fast food, we're barbecue. And, you know, if somebody's eating McDonald's, you don't want to work for them. If they want barbecue, you want to work for them. And that's my whole mantra right there is, you know, we're barbecue. Uh, great and you, great and, analogy. And, 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 yeah, and with tile, you don't want to eat McDonald's, you want to eat barbecue. So, Excellent, guys. Well, guys, I want to thank you, and hopefully everybody out there that's listening to this and will listen to it uh, later on the podcast are going to take some of this advice and use it and uh, promote their business and market their business the proper way or at least in a unique unique way that you guys do, which is great. So, again, I want to thank you very, very much for being on the show, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at one of the trade shows in the near future. Absolutely, Dr. Fred. Yeah, it was a, it was a great pleasure to, to, to finally speak with you. Same here, guys. Have a good one. Have a Merry Christmas as well. You too. You as well. Okay, folks, there you go. But uh, Ben and Jason, and, and uh, again, uh, if you have any questions or follow up to that, to what they've said, uh, feel free to drop me an email as well. That's uh, again, I'll give the email out. It's f houston f h u e s t o n at gmail.com and uh, definitely take a look at some of their videos. Uh, I've been watching their videos uh, here uh, prior to this uh, interview and them and uh, some great, 
great inf- information on there that you definitely can can use. Alrighty, folks, uh, I'm just going to um, play a couple of the ads here from our sponsors here, so don't go away and uh, make sure you uh, uh, you listen to them. Uh, they're what keeps this show this show going and all this useful information. Uh, again, I'll make the announcement about my $500 value giveaway. Uh, send me your uh, mailing address, and I'll send you a couple of the stickers again to put on the on your truck, a toolbox, or whatever. Take a selfie, and uh, we'll see who wins that $500 giveaway. Uh, also, uh, again, uh, my YouTube channel, as we had mentioned, doing videos, I do them as well, uh, promoting my services, which is inspection and education. Uh, so, you know, check out the YouTube channel as well there. So, folks, and, uh, uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, uh, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops. Later, my friends, don't go away. There's some important ads to listen to here. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate product. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net. <laughs> 